This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play called Cthulhu RPG Podcast, featuring Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. Uh, I think he's dying, but if he does, are you available? Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. It was like I, you know, had a fair amount of spirits. Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Kantstanjevitz. I'm not a psychologist tonight. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. Still really into guns and ammo and shit. <laughs> Abel Morrison as Officer Billy McConnell. We can't do anything drastically illegal like blowing up his business. And I am your game master, the keeper of arcane lore, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. One by one, you all climb up the ladder, making your way over the top of the fence, dropping down to the wet grass on the other side. The rain is starting to come down in torrents. There's lightning flashes periodically overhead. You hear the thunder following shortly after. As you look up and what used to be just another house on the block, one that blended in with everything else on this same street that was, you might say, painfully ordinary and boring now takes on a a sinister slant as you look up on it knowing what things are hidden inside of it and what secrets are held within what do you do secrets let's go to the back door and open it yeah, we go check the back door see if it's unlocked first if not then I'll uh, try and kick it in you make your way to the back door 
you try the handle and it is in fact locked. Yeah. Yeah, should right. I hurry and run to the front and see if that's locked also, or do we want to just break it? Let's, no, I'm gonna pick the lock. Okay, Dom, roll a... I'm gonna pick roll the lock. Locksmith. While you're roll. What's your skill on that? Roll hit, I don't care. 50. While he's picking, I'm gonna run around to the side of the house and check the windows. Okay, Dom, what's your locksmith skill? It's 50. Okay. What's your roll? 13. Nice. <laughs> nice. Alright, so Tallahassee, as you're making your way down to the side of the house, uh, you hear the door squeak open as Dom pops the lock after just a couple of seconds and pushes the door open. Are you going to keep going around? around and go back. Okay. No, I go back. Okay, you rush back. Dom, you push the door open and it slowly squeaks open into the interior of the kitchen. Which all the lights are off in the house, with all the rain and the and the heavy cloud cover overhead, it is only dimly lit. We go. Okay, split up. Yeah, we go in. All right, uh, Dominic, why don't you uh, head back upstairs where you were last time? I'm gonna check and see if there's a basement and go down there. And I'll just look on the regular floor. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, I head upstairs. Okay, so you enter the kitchen, shutting the door behind you. Dom, you're heading upstairs. The other, the, the rest of you are... Where are you guys going? I'll be on the main floor, and I'm just going to go room to room with doing spot hidden, see if I notice anything like out of the ordinary. Okay, Bakersfield, are you going with Tallahassee, or are you going with Dom? Um, I was going to go downstairs into the basement, if he has one. Um... Looking around, you don't see a oh, like any kind of door or anything leading down into a basement. Um, where are you currently? Are you still in the kitchen? Uh, yeah. If there's if I don't find a basement, I'm gonna go upstairs with Dom. Um, well, where are you looking? Um, well, I guess uh, for now I'll stick with uh, Tallahassee and look around. Okay, the main roll, roll a roll a spot hidden for me, Bakersfield. So, Dom, you're heading straight upstairs? Yep. Okay, Dom heads around towards the front of the house and then curb, and then swings around and starts heading upstairs. You guys hear his footsteps thumping as he as he exits from your vision. Bakersfield, what'd you get? I failed. I rolled a 60 out of 45. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to do a spot hidden in the kitchen anyway, so let me see if I can go. Looking ahead. around, you can't actually see any doors or anything heading down into a basement. Tallahassee, where are you looking first? Uh, I'm going to start in the kitchen because that's where we went in. So I'm going to do okay. uh, Just gonna start a searching. spot hidden or look around in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Roll me a spot hidden. Okay. The spot hidden is 75. 11. Nice. Okay. As you're searching around in the kitchen, again, you go back, you look in the pantry. You're just kind of going through cupboards now. Um, you can't see anything that looks interesting. You do actually open up the refrigerator and sitting on the top shelf in Finger the plants. <laughs> sitting on the top shelf in the refrigerator is a round package labeled human head. <laughs> As you reach in and brush the frost off, you realize it actually says Schumann Farms head of lettuce. Um <laughs> Uh, what are we in a Simpsons episode? 
<laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a Simpsons reference there for you guys. <laughs> but next to it is a burlap wrapped package. Um, that is tear into it long. Okay, you uh, you rip off the ties in it and you open it up, and it is a branch from a tree. Shrubbery. Okay. I'll keep looking around. Okay. Keep searching around. You look through the rest of the kitchen. You don't see anything else that looks of any interest. Um, this is taking a few minutes for you to do this. Bakersfield, while he's doing this, are you also... This is when you were also kind of searching around looking for a basement? I'm just checking every door in the on the main floor. Okay. Uh, to see if there's something that leads to a basement. Okay. Um... So you're just kind of going through and just popping open doors and looking. Everything is kind of as you saw before. There was the, the cloakroom or the closet at the front of the house, right from the front door. There was that guest room with the bathroom and the closet. Um, you're kind of just going through, popping them open. There was the front room. There wasn't any doors in there. And then there were the stairs heading up. Um, looking through, you, you can't seem to see anything that looks like it heads down into a basement. As you two are downstairs searching the bottom floor, Dom, you crest the top of the stairs looking around. The door to the master bath bedroom on your right is mostly open. And the hall goes off to your left, or I guess goes um, is on your left, and it leads to the back and the front of the house. I would like to check the attic. Okay. You walk around again towards the attic. Looking up, you see the pole cord hanging down from the small trap door in the ceiling. And you start feeling a sense of dread creep over you as the memories from the other night creep back as you being forced up into there against your will. And the face that you saw up in the attic and, and the hours that you spent huddling in the dark unable to move or make any decisions or even control your own body so you head up you grab on the pole cord you pull it down I um should I should I ready my flashlight or my gun both how do I do I have three arms flashlight or a gun you guys said two things yeah, but I gotta pull the cord. Hold that with your flashlight hand, with the gun, and okay, I pull the cord <laughs> with my flashlight hand, with my torch illuminated, and I've got my thirty-eight in my other hand. Okay. You pull the cord. The stairs squeak down again as the as the trap door opens and start to unfold. They unfold their first. The first level, reach out a little bit more as the, the second part begins to come down. Do you pull the whole thing down? Um, yes. Okay, you look up into the, into the attic and it is pretty dark up there. From what you could see, there was, there was maybe only the one window on the side of the house that Major Bakersfield managed to get a picture through. So, from what you can see, it is it is... It is quite dark in the overcast rain that is outside. Even with my flashlight on? So you shine your flashlight up into there, 
Um, you look up from your angle, you can see the rafters. Uh, you see the top of the stairs comes up. You can maybe see what looks to be some boxes and things around the edges. I go up. I go up the stairs. Okay. You start walking up the stairs. Each one creaks individually as you take a step. Walking slowly, making your way back up to the attic. A strange sense of deja vu creeps over you as you make your way back up into this attic. Um, as you get to the top of the stairs, far enough that your shoulders and head are peeking around, I want you to roll me a spot hidden. Dang it, I have horrible spot hidden. Can I roll something else, like a listen or a cult? A cult or <laughs> you can roll language, maybe. You can roll whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to see something, spot hidden might be a good idea. I want you to roll me a spot hidden, okay. and then you can roll a listen afterwards. Okay. Dang it. I rolled a 55. 55 out of 20. 25. Yeah, so as you get up there, you look around. You're kind of shining your flashlight around. You see what looks like a bunch of boxes, maybe a couple of trunks. It's pretty sparse. There's not a lot up here. Cobwebs in the corner. You see the window that Major Bakersfield caught that picture through with the woman's face. It is currently empty. You don't see anyone up here glancing around. Do you want to roll a listen check? Sure, I'll roll a listen. Okay. My listen is 60. I rolled a 64. You rolled a what? Look. I rolled a 64. Okay. Um, yeah. Luck, Pete? Pete, Pete is our resident Wheaton. <laughs> Will Wheaton is notoriously cursed with with dice rolls. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, like did you want to spell? Did you want to spend any luck? Sure, I'll spend four luck and get a success. What if he can press, like, push your roll, or whatever? Push my listen roll. Yeah. Like, how would I describe that? I listen real hard. Um, <laughs> I've ripped my. Yeah, if ears you can off. give me a, if you can give me a good justification, you can push it. You put your hands behind your ears, which <laughs> actually helps. I know it does, but there's not really. Uh, but you stick some Q-tips in your ear real quick. Maybe. Maybe you could close your eyes to try and focus on your listening more. Oh, good. There you go. But if you do that, <laughs> your risk is ridiculous. that you fall. But your risk being that with your eyes closed, if you don't hear anything, you are going to be completely helpless. I listen real hard. Okay. <laughs> like Harry Tristan. So Tristan. you either spend four luck or you risk getting attacked by something. Well, why don't you just focus on an stairs. area? Like look at an area. So it's up to you. What is your listen, by the way? Sorry, I know I just asked you that. But. 60. 60. Uh, it's 60 and I rolled a 64. Okay, so yeah, do you want to spend a, a luck or do you want to push the roll? Should luck. I spend luck. four luck, luck, guys, or should I push you the roll? You have a buttload of luck. Yes, luck. I do not. I have 57 luck. Luck? Uh, who? Oh, maybe it's Dom and it has the 70s. Uh, I have a 75. All right, I'm going to push the roll. I'm going to close my eyes and listen real hard. It's going to roll a 95. And roll a 95. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here I go. Maybe try your right hand. I'm really all right. I am. I'm gonna try my right hand this time. I'm gonna roll with my right hand. Put them in your mouth. Oh, and spin. 
I'm never rolling with my right hand again. This is your fault, Seth. I rolled a 95. Oh my gosh, that's it. <laughs> yes. Gonna get eaten and it's gonna be your that's fault. That's exactly what he said you were gonna roll. <laughs> We got we got Babe Bakersfield over here calling his shot. Shut <laughs> uh, in your mouth. Um. All right. So Dom Juncard, uh, you close your eyes, trying to trying to focus on your hearing, on your listening to hear better. But in hindsight, this seems super stupid. <laughs> once you do, you are painfully reminded of the other night being up here in the pitch black once you get up and you close your eyes you again have those memories come rushing back of being stuck up here in the dark with something moving around in this attic um the fear starts to wash over you and so you can't you suddenly lose perception of everything around you as you are thrust back into those memories in a flashback um what brings you back out of that is a piercing pain in your head as a weight drops on top of you. Several jagged spikes start digging and scratching into the top of your head. Uh, you see, you open your eyes, you let out an involuntary shout as you open your eyes and there seems to be some kind of black curtains hanging in front of your eyes. Something is is scrambling around on your head, scratching, cutting into the top of your head. I'm gonna need you to take two damage as something sharp is cutting and digging into your head. There's something on top of your head shaking. You start hearing a sound that sounds like Hear, scream hearing, roll his, out. hearing his okay, scream, um, not come rushing. Uh, not that I'm metagaming or anything, but I really was planning on coming upstairs if no basement was found. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he screamed. And I know. Um, he screamed. Would I have already been coming up at this point before the scream, or did it take me that long? This was while you guys are still searching around downstairs. You're still kind of popping open okay. doors while this happened. He made his way straight up here and straight up into the attic. So this would be in the middle of what you guys are doing downstairs. Um, okay. Um, uh, why don't you guys both make me a listen roll? I scream real loud. And Dom, I want you to actually make... Make a scream roll. Let's see. Make me a, make me a, just a dex. Make, make me a dex roll. Okay. My listen is 20. Dude, your listen is horrible. Got 50. I got a 64 out of 70 for my listen. From way down. <laughs> um, Alright, dex roll. Dr. Simi, you don't hear I anything from 41 out of 20. 41 out of 20. See. What did you get, Sam? 41 out of 20. Oh, you guys suck. So, I'm, I'm going to push the roll and close my eyes. And focus. So, Dom, really what did you <laughs> Dom, what did you get on right, your... Rolling decks. Okay. Right now. Um, my decks is 65. And I rolled... 27. 26. Okay. Um, you managed to catch yourself hard falling success. down the stairs out of the attic. Oh, good. You do stumble backwards, but you do manage to maintain your footing as you stumble back down to the floor below. 
Okay, and... Um, with all this noise, you guys do hear a, a, a thumping from upstairs, and you hear Dom let out a shout. You guys, come upstairs! <laughs> uh, you're just There's kind some of, real crap going down! You're, uh, you're currently like, oh! in horrible shock. As oh, yeah, you yeah, are yeah, struggling. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> so... Alright, what, what do you want to do? You have... There's something clawing at your head. There's, well, like, we something clawing at my head? There's like something a clawing at your head. And making like noises and... <laughs> and there's, like, zombie. spikes digging into your head. Should I shoot at it, guys? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Just put shoot your gun up to your head. I'm going to blow my my head off. You need netty hands. <laughs> I need netty hands. All right, hands. yeah, I run upstairs. All right, Bakersfield and Tallahassee, you guys are rushing up the stairs. What is your guys' decks? Yeah. I I punch it in the in the uh, spikes. Sixty. You know, I frantically I like push it my head, trying to get whatever it is off my head. Okay. Tallahassee, what's your uh, what's your decks? It's sixty. 60. Okay. And yours is 65, Dom? Yes. Okay. All right. So you're trying to, like, are you trying to punch at this thing? Are you trying to rip it off your head? What are you doing? Trying to rip it off my head. Okay. I want you to write, uh, I want you to roll Fighting Brawl for me. Yeah. All right. My Fighting Brawl is 60. Go, Mr. Burns. A road. 21. 21? Nice. nice. Excellent. Okay. Um, Dude, I couldn't roll like this when I'm listening to stuff. That's a hard success, right? Yeah. Okay, Dom, you reach your hands up, you grab two handfuls of hair as you start wrestling with this thing. Um, it's actually not that heavy or doesn't feel like it has a lot of mass to it. You manage to wrench it off of your head as it leaves gouges on your scalp as you pull it, flinging it aside. As it makes contact with the floor, you look down at it. What you see looking down is you see the woman's head that you saw from the night before. I knew it. Knew it was just a head. But instead of a body attached to it, coming out the bottom of the neck appears to be what maybe once were arms. You see flesh and sinew and tendons kind of attached to it as it reaches down, bones hanging out into some sort of mockery of like a spider's legs coming out that end in the shard jagged points of fingers as it scrambles back upright and looks up at you and you see that woman's face with the dead eyes the slack open mouth as it glances up at you and it lets out some sort of noise that sounds like I kick it. Opening up its mouth. I kick it down the hole. So as I come running up the stairs because all kick the noise, it towards Seth. I pull my hatchet out and hatchet it in the face. Okay, so you guys are still you guys are still making your way up the stairs. Um I've got my Colt 45 drawn. Uh it Yeah, shoot at it right in front Dom, of me. it again rushes towards you. Uh, attempting with its strange bone spider legs that looks like some kind of combination of of arms that were attached onto this and some of the and the skin and flesh has been stripped stripped off the hands 
leaving it bare to the bone with just tendons attached to them and sharpened down into points. As she Dude, this is rushes towards you and starts and attempts to start clawing into your legs, not trying to knock you to the ground. Um, what do you want to do? We, uh, you gonna fight back? Strike Yeah, I'm gonna fight back. Okay. Yeah, dude, you're born and raised in London, man. Kick that thing like a soccer ball. Alright, roll. Oof. Need you kick the dang head. What do I roll? Um. Roll, <laughs> roll your because. fighting brawl. I rolled a 25, which is a hard success. Okay. Um, well, it actually got an extreme success. I rolled a three. Whatever. This is bull. So as you reach down, you, you try and kick it as it rushes towards you. Um, but it's too quick. It dodges aside and starts climbing up your pant legs and jamming its Shoot claws, it jamming its weird, disgusting bone fingers into you as it climbs and scales up your body. Um, you're going to take one damage from that as it climbs up you, oh, rushing towards its face bullets. with its mouth reaching open. Jeez. Um, white teeth glinting in the light. Um, what, Did we make it up the stairs yet? Uh, Dom's going to get to go one more time as you guys reach the top of the yeah, stairs. Dom, what do you do straight. as this thing is climbing up you? <laughs> do you have a knife or anything on you? Yeah, where's your knife? Hit it with or, a flashlight. Hit it with a flashlight, hit yeah. Right in the eye. Did you say this is just this head? Oh, also, okay, real, yeah, it's just a head. With arms coming out of like the neck hole that are kind of attached to come out like, so the hands are like claws, like spider legs that it walks on. Kind of moves. Super creepy. With its. Hasn't he lost some insanity? Just yeah, I'm gonna need you to roll a sanity roll actually, real quick. Hey, thanks a lot. Yeah, Billy. good job, Billy. Thanks, Billy. I was gonna, I was gonna make you roll it anyways. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Hey, that's I, like meta hosting. <laughs> I rolled uh, twenty nine. Twenty nine, so a success. Yes. Okay, you're still gonna lose one sanity point as this. This is such horrible crap. monstrosity so is climbing up. <laughs> it's the spider head. Is climbing up towards you. Head. Its face looking into your face the her black okay, hair I just attempt to streaming down behind it what do you do i grab it by the hair okay and i punch it in the face with your flash okay roll a brawl with your torch with my torch right in the eyeball right in the eyeball knock it out all right roll my brawl put him in a body bag johnny son of a bee <laughs> <laughs> What'd you How can I miss? You miss? 79. Okay, um, it's fighting back, but it also misses. So you swing down trying to grab it. Yeah. Um, it, it, it actually snaps at your fingers as you're trying to grab at it. So you, you jerk back, but it keeps scaling up your chest. Um, oh, it's on my chest now? Yeah, it's now it's got to your stomach, it's getting up to your chest, it's heading towards your face with its teeth snapping at you. Major Bakersfield, Tallahassee, you guys both arrive at the top of the stairs. Major Bakersfield, you are ahead of Tallahassee because you were down towards the front of the house checking for doors. So you come up to the top of the stairs um, just a second before Tallahassee does. You turn around the edge, you look towards Dom Drunkard, and you see the horrific spectacle of this disembodied head with these strange bony arms protruding out the bottom as it scales up Dom's chest. I need you to roll a sanity check. 
Alright. Yeah, I'll roll an 11 out of, uh, 46. Okay, success. You only lose one sanity. Tallahassee, I want you to roll for that real too, or real quick too, as you also are arriving at the top of the stairs. Oh man, I come running up and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen. This if you guys look at Abe, that's he's he's got a pretty good depiction right there. <laughs> uh, I got a 45 sanity. <laughs> 20. <laughs> So I got a hard success. Okay, yeah, you only lose one sanity also. You guys are just so overcome with adrenaline right now that you guys are both shocked, but it doesn't slow you down or incapacitate you in any way. Major Bakersfield, what do you do? Um, as soon as I see Lady Headbeast, I, uh, I holster my piece and I pull out Old Reliable and... <laughs> I just <laughs> chuck it directly on top of both of them. Oh, old reliable is your net. Yeah, come yeah, on. Okay, yeah, sorry. but you're gonna I'll throw th the net over me too. <laughs> I mean, what is someone? What are you trap them? me in the net with the thing? Choose I'm extremely skilled with this net. I can throw it in such a way that it will just scoop up the head <laughs> right off of you. Okay, if you it's like fishing, <laughs> if you're trying to rush up and just <laughs> net the head off. Are you going to throw it from across the room, or are you trying to get up to it and just, just scoop it off with a net? The... Uh, all right, I didn't think this one through too much. <laughs> or are you just throwing the net over the top of both of them? Why don't Tallahassee, why don't you kick the head, and then he nets it? I was thinking, as soon as I get up, I'll just throw my hatchet. I have an idea. Open the net. And then I will grab it and throw well, the head into the net. On me. I could Just try grab it off him. What if I kick it off? Grab the hair from All behind right. and rip it off. And I holster it, and my piece. It in the face. I pat old reliable contentedly. And you I said you had a knife. Reach down to grab the hair. I do have a knife. And to rip, uh, I reach down to grab the hair. To rip the head off of him, I pull my knife out and attempt to stab it in the head. All right. Bakerfield, just hold it down. Grab it and hold it, and I'll hatch it in the face. He's going to stab me in the chest. <laughs> Not if I rip it off and hold it in my hand. All right, so roll a fighting brawl then for me as you grab its hair and try to rip it back and stab it. All right, we're rolling. Dang it, I rolled a 74 and a 60. Okay. Dude, you guys are going to get me killed. You're going to get yourself killed. Uh, roll, roll with a bonus die, actually, since you guys now have, you have this outnumbered, so... Okay, so instead of the 74, let's see. So just roll your double digit one again. And take the lower. <laughs> I rolled a 70 again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, you rush up. You're trying to get a hold of the hair, but you just, it's too, it's too quick. It's squirming around. You can't get a grasp on it. Um, as it also snaps its teeth at you and you just, you cringe back a little bit away from this horrible thing. Tallahassee Turner, what do you do? Uh, so where is it right now? It's currently crawling up Domdrum Card's chest. Oh, still, so Bakersfield tried to grab it and just Yeah, off. he was not able to pull it off. Oh. Okay, I call him a dummy as I grab it in the hair with both hands. That's all I'm doing is trying to rip it off. <laughs> okay, you're trying to pull it off him too? You're not yep. gonna you with your hands, not your your trusty whip. Uh, yeah, just okay. my hands. We gotta get it away from us a little bit before we start using weapons. Okay, all right. Uh, roll a fighting brawl for me. 
With a bonus die? Yes. Uh, okay, my fighting brawl is 50. Six. Six? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you... Um, Stream success. Yeah, you no problem. You run up, you get two handfuls of the hair, and you rip it off his chest. Are you, what are you doing with it? Are you just throwing it aside? Uh, no, I'm going to, like, put it down on the ground, put my knee on top of it, hold it down with both my hands. Okay, so you're throwing it down on the ground. You're trying to attempting to pin it to the ground. Um, yeah. um, that... So that's that's your turn, getting it off it, and you're throwing it down the ground. You're attempting to pin it down. As you're trying to put it down, it starts swinging its its bony finger claws at you and snapping at your fingers. Okay, I throw it. I get rid of it then. Um, roll a roll a fighting brawl for me. Do you want to fight back or do you want to just throw it? I'm gonna toss it across the room. Okay. Um, let's see. I guess still make a fighting brawl roll for me then. Out of 50. 39. Okay, to see if you can you toss it before it bites you. Okay, yeah, you beat it. it, it she, she tries to snap at your fingers, and you uh, squeal a little bit and chuck it across the room. <laughs> um, he was. Uh, as, it, as it thumps to the floor and attempts to ride itself back up on its feet. Uh, now it's down the hall a little ways back towards the attic if you, as you guys are now all kind of standing apart from it, staring at it, as it is um, trying to scramble itself back upright. Uh, now a drama. Dom card. what do you do? This thing is, is scrambling around on the floor. It's, it's bones clicking on the hardwood floor as it's trying to get back upright, making those weird gasping noises still. Um, how far away is it? Just a few feet. Maybe, th- maybe three, four, five feet. Yeah. I'm going to shoot it. Okay. Are we... Okay, <laughs> You're going to shoot Tallahassee. <laughs> we nimbly dodge over here. Also, I... W- I'm going to shoot it with my 38. Okay. I'll draw my cavalry saber, actually. That's why. Okay, roll. Okay. Um, I'm doing handgun, right? Yeah. All right. My handgun is a 60. We're going to alert the barbers. And I am rolling a four. A four? Right between the eyes. I rolled a four. four. That thing is dude. Jeez. Uh, Yeah, that's that's an extreme success. That's going to impale. Boom. So, yeah, you got an impale. So you get, with an impale, you get max damage and then roll another d10. Which is... So I'm rolling my other D10 right now. Okay. I rolled a six. A six. So 16. Sixteen damage. Okay. Excellent. All right. So Dom Drunkard, as Tallahassee rushes up, rips this thing off of you, um, tearing holes in your shirt as its claws come free. He throws it to the ground ahead of you as it skitters across the hardwood floor, trying to right itself. It manages to get itself back up on its claws, looks up at you, its mouth drops open, eyes meet yours, as it lets out another one of those horrible gasping cries that it makes. You look at it, staring down the sights of your 38 as you line it up right between the eyes and you pull the trigger. And the back of the head just explodes as you hit her right between the eyes and it goes careening off down the hallway, blood spraying 
in this weird, dark, black, sludgy fluid sprays across the walls behind it as it skitters and rolls down the hallway into the corner and then sits lifeless. use my catchphrase please do yes <laughs> do you need to think of a catchphrase i do i'm gonna roll for catchphrase all right as you're rolling for catchphrase um next door mary beth 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 while sitting on the on the sofa in the barber's living room pouring them another cup of tea and handing them a cookie um there's a gunshot from outside and she looks over to the barbers and goes, Oh, that thunder is just getting crazy out there. What a storm. Am I right? That's my girl. And then we cut back to you guys inside the house. <laughs> so while he's come doing catchphrase okay. roll, I pull out my whip and I'll whip it. Just for a good dead measure. One? Hail to the a king, dead, baby. Head beast. Time to take out the garbage. I rolled a 23, so it was a medium catchphrase. Okay, and what does it sound like? Stole one from Bruce Campbell. I just said it. I said, hail to the king, baby. Or, (laughs) meet my boomstick. Dom Drunkard looks down at it as it collapses into the corner in a horrible, slimy mess, and he says, that's no way to get ahead in life. (laughs) (laughs) I should have thought of that. There you go. That's a medium success on a catchphrase. There we go. Well well done, Dom. (laughs) Okay, so there's now a dead, horrible head beast over in the corner. As it rolls, you can see the whole backside of its head is just blown out. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Nice shot. Uh, Let's go upstairs. I guess maybe we should start in the... uh, in the attic. I think the attic is the um, best place to go. Feel free to react to the horribleness that just happened. What in the world is that thing? I've never seen anything like it, and I've seen a lot of stuff. Like what? Death. I pull out my death notebook and I sketch a picture of this bloodied, blasted head okay. of mess from a book. All right, so looks like we've got something else for Doctor Shrimp Puerto Rico to look I at. I like my head beasts like I like my cheese. 
full of holes. <laughs> okay, so you guys are standing most of the way down the hall towards the front of the house. The stairs to the attic are hanging down open. There is a door to your right oh, that is actually um, slightly ajar. There's a door behind you to the right that is closed. There's a door straight ahead of you that is closed that is at the front of the house. And then the hall goes to the left. Hey, so does Dom regain sanity for getting revenge? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> on the thing that lost him sanity? Um, As a psychologist, that makes sense. But I don't know. Because um, you, you, you can tell the fright that he had the first time he saw the face, right? Like, freaked him out. After knowing right. that it can be um, killed. I, yeah, I actually like that. Doctors or Dom, roll roll me a uh, roll a D three. <clears throat> Thank you, my goodman. I rolled three. Okay, cool. Nice. So yeah, so take back uh three points of sanity. Um. Uh, yeah, as you look down and you have somehow brought some kind of order back to the world, as you've destroyed this horrible thing of your nightmare from from the other night. Alright, I run up into the attic. You're going up in the attic, Tallahassee? Yeah. Okay. Flashlight of burning and a lit. Alright, so you... Hatchet drawn. So Tallahassee heads up into the attic. What are you guys doing? I want to go up into the attic as well. Um, I think we're all going up into the attic. Yeah, we're all going up into the attic. All right. We're all going up in the attic? Dude, I was the first one in the attic. Well, then I won't go into the attic. Fine, then I'm don't go into the, the top attic. floor. you all right, Tallahassee heads halfway up the stairs and then, out of spite, goes back down the attic. Knows that. <laughs> he stomps well, why, his way back. Why are you guys all following me? I'm fine. I'm going somewhere else. Fine. I guess if it's not cool anymore. Um, okay, where do you want to go? Yeah, we okay. go up into the attic. So Dom and Bakersfield head up into the attic. Tallahassee, where do you want to go? Uh, I'm going to go into the... There's a door basically right next to you um, on what would be the west side of the house that is slightly ajar. There's a door ahead of you towards the front of the house down the hall that is closed. There's a door behind you, again, on the west side of the house that is closed. And then the hall curves around to the left, which would be the east side of the house, and leads what down to what looks like another couple of doors. Oh, wow. I'm going to just go into one right next to me. The one to your right? Yeah. Okay. The one on the west side of the house or the one straight ahead? Which way am I facing? So you guys are kind of coming down the hall. You're facing the front of the house. So if you're facing the front of the house, there's a door right to your right, and then there's a one ahead of you at the front of the house. Okay, so the one to the right would be the master bedroom, right? No, that's back behind you towards the back of the house. Oh, okay. This one is slightly right, I'll draw the one on the right. Okay, so you push open the door on the right. Uh, you look into what looks like a, like a, a study or an office. You see a desk over in the corner. There's, some, there's like a bookshelf. There's a, uh, there's a comfortable-looking office chair uh, pushed up against this desk in this room. Maybe, maybe we can find some more uh, secret ooze. So Major Bakersfield, Dom, you guys head up into the attic um, and start looking around. Both of you guys roll a spot hidden for me. Oh, my spot hidden sucks. How good's your spot? 45. I should have run on just went up into the attic and been like, follow me. Turn it into Pete. I rolled a 96. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to form, I see. Bakersfield, what did you what? roll? 
I said Dom Drunkard is back. I rolled a 76 out of 45. Okay. So you can guys... I push the roll? Um, how would you push your roll? So I'm going to pretend like I'm like doing binoculars like this <laughs> to get better focus. And how does this in some way put you at risk? Um, well, it kind of gives me tunnel vision through both eyes. Okay, and you're just going to start stomping he, around in the attic? Um, turns off his flashlight so that he can just see in the dark. I don't know. Um, all right, never mind. We just turn on our flashlights, and hopefully that increases our chances of finding things. <laughs> okay, Billy McConnell. Uh... You made your way down to the Corbett Imports main warehouse, from what you know. Went in, demanded to speak to the manager, saying you had some questions to ask. Uh, asking where the owner was, Mr. Corbett, in relation to some crimes recently. They immediately went and got on the phone to... Uh, they said they'd, they'd go call their, their boss really quick if you would just hold tight and they went off to the back room to make some phone calls uh, what do you do? Are you going to stay there and wait? Or what do you want to do? No, I'm going to start snooping around Okay, just in the warehouse uh, You're kind of back in the manager's office area now. Yeah, I, I want to look around the manager's office and uh, is he in there on the phone? Corbett's not there yet. The manager's, yeah, he's back on the phone. He kind of moved into a back room. In the, oh, he's in the back room. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to snoop around in the manager's office. Okay, roll Open a spot hidden. Drawers. Okay, roll a spot hidden for me. Spot hidden. Fifty-four. Out of eighty, I think. Yeah, success. Okay, you're uh. You're digging around, kind of searching through some stuff. Uh, nothing really looks suspicious or out of place. Um, kind of looking through some drawers, just glancing through some folders. You see some some papers on a desk. Um, nothing that looks immediately suspicious that catches your eye or anything. It all just looks like business stuff um, relevant to the importing, exporting business that he runs here. Nothing necessarily out of order. Some... some uh, Inventory forms kind of laying aside what looks like things from shipments recently. Um, some accounting books onto the side. Any locked drawers? Um, there are some locked drawers on the filing cabinet. That is off to the side of the desk. Kind of sneakily jimmy them open with my knife. Okay, do you have a locksmith skill that you like to use, or you just want to... I have break them open basically. Zero locksmith. I'm just gonna jam in my knife and try, All right, and, pop them try and break it. Alright, um, that is gonna make a bit of noise. And I'm gonna need you to make a strength roll to see if you can break I'm these cough open. I'm really loud and when I do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, strength check. Let's see, 70 is my strength. Okay. 75. Okay. 
So you jam your knife in there and you're trying to work it open. You know, it's just not quite coming. It's not budging. It's wiggling back and forth, but you can't quite get it open. And it is starting to, and it is making quite a bit of noise as you're, um, um, as you're trying to work. It's at this moment, the manager comes back from the back office and he's like, um, is, is everything okay? I, 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 I heard some noises. Is everything going all right back here? Yeah, sorry. I, uh, I tripped into the cabinet there. Oh, okay. Yeah. No problem. Just, you know, be careful. Watch your step. Um, I just spoke with with Mr. Corbett on the phone. He's He said he'll be right down. He's heading, he's heading here right away, and he'll be here in, in just a few minutes. Um, Can I ask you a few questions before he gets here? Uh, I, I, I suppose. What, what, is, what is it you'd like to know? I pull out the little vial and ask him if he's ever seen one of those. Okay. Uh, he looks at it and he looks just puzzled. Um, he kind of goes and he, may I, may I take it? May I look at it? Uh, this is evidence. So. Uh... Okay. He just kind of looks at it like as you're holding it up and just looks puzzled and shakes his head and goes, "No, sorry, it doesn't look familiar. It doesn't look like anything we've uh, nothing we've imported or anything like that recently. It's it's not anything I'm familiar with." You can roll a psychology roll if you want to see if he's yeah, lying. Yeah, I got good psychology. Okay. That's to tell if people are lying or telling the truth. Okay. 70. This is my Yeah, 53. Okay. He looks like he's telling the truth. He looks like he legitimately is puzzled by it. Um, you believe him. <laughs> I believe you. But my Tommy but gun Tommy don't. Gun don't. <laughs> but my Tommy gun don't. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm sorry. I don't have any answers for you about that. I've never seen it. Perhaps Mr. Corbett could answer your questions a bit better when he gets here. Have you noticed uh, Mr. Corbett being suspicious? Just any kind of suspicious activity, you know? <laughs> Strange people coming around. Uh, the rat face fella. <laughs> A rat-faced fella? Yeah, he's uh, thin, tall. Uh, Looks like a rat. Dark red hair. Dark red hair. Um, Doesn't ring any bells. I'm sorry. I don't don't recall seeing anybody that looks like that recently. Um, Mr. Corbett, he's... I mean, he didn't come to work yesterday, which is out of the ordinary. But I mean, he's been known to take a day here and there. But typically, he's he's here every day, nine to five, puts in a day's work. He's I haven't noticed any odd behavior from him outside of that. Okay, well, uh, here's my card. If anything comes to mind. Oh yes, yes, of course. I'll I'll I'll, I'll of course give you a give you a call if I think of anything. Um, uh, do you, are you going to just wait here for Corbett? Yeah, I'm going to wait here in the office. Okay, so you park yourself in the office um, to wait for the arrival of Bernard Corbett. All right, back. Major Bakersfield, Domdrum Card, you guys are in the attic searching around. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a fair amount of boxes kind of digging through. It just looks like old clothes, you know, um, nothing out of the ordinary. 
you know, a few kind of knickknacks here and there that have been stored up here. There's some trunks, like some steamer trunks. When you open those up, again, you find just kind of old garments, some old coats and things that have been s stored up here. Yeah, typical types of things you might find in, in an attic. Tallahassee. Okay, as you enter into this room, you look over as you walk towards and you look at the desk. Um, there are a bunch of papers all over the desk. Uh, looking uh, I at, got good library use. Yeah, there are shelves mounted are on the on the back of the desk as they go up in these cubby holes, and there's quite a few books lining through all of these shelves. There's um. Uh, are you going over to take a look at the books? Uh, well, yeah, I wasn't... What happened to the papers on the desk? There's just a bunch of papers kind of sitting out on the desk, um, and there's a bunch of books. If you want to dig through the papers and kind of look at them. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to do a quick look through the papers to see if anything weird exists. Okay. Um, from what you're looking at, it, a lot of it looks like, uh, uh, like botany notes on his plants and things like that out in the back. Formulas on... Uh, like fertilizer or something, combinations of various things, just notes on his greenhouse and his gardening. Okay, I'll proceed to the bookshelf then. Yeah, there's also a couple drawer drawers on the desk also. Um, there's a... Um, call, I will open those. Yeah, there's a collection of books and it's standing on a single shelf. Uh, the most interesting things looking at it, um, it looks like there's an Arabic copy of the Quran. Uh, there's a copy of uh, 20 Experiments in the Occult by Dr. Arthur Turnley. Um, there is a, a, a large, crudely fashioned book that looks to be bound in like some kind of snake skin. And the title of which is in a language that you can't read. Um... What languages do you know, okay. actually, gonna, real quick? Uh, just English. Okay. Um, and the most prominent set of books on this shelf is there are actually a long line of black leather-bound volumes. It looks like there's about 14 of them total. Each of, one of them is numbered... Um, in a four-digit number starting with 1911 and going up to 1925. Interesting. From the looks of it, uh, they appear to be journals. Hmm. So, I'm going to do a few things for prep in case Corbett comes back. I'm going to grab the, the skin book and the cult book, uh, and then I'm going to run down in the kitchen and put them in a garbage sack and put them outside the back door, and then I'm going to get a garbage sack uh, uh, or two and run back up and bag the head in the garbage sack and go put it out back. Do they have garbage sacks? I don't know. Some kind of container jar or whatever. <laughs> Something easy... Something easy to carry, okay. so that if he comes back and we got to book it, we'll be able to take the head and books with us. Okay, you're gonna do all this right now. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it shouldn't take that long, right? <laughs> um, it'll take a few minutes to run up and down the stairs, grabbing bags and things and bagging everything up. All right, do you want to look at the books All right, before I'll... you bag them, or are you just throwing them in? Yeah, I'll open the uh, 1925 one of the black leather-bound book and the skin book. Evil. Okay, as you pull open the the book that says 1925 on the back, um, as you're kind of glancing through it, it definitely looks like it's a journal with dates um, marching or leading up or going throughout the year. 1925, you assume, probably means this year. Um, skimming through it, it's all handwritten entries. Are you going to read through it? Do you want to skim through it? Um, it'll take a few minutes. If you want to just kind of skim through it looking for anything pertinent, it'll probably take about 10 minutes. Um, An in-depth reading of it will take a little longer. If you just want to go like from page yeah. to page. No, I don't... I want. I would rather like maybe read one or two pages as I skim through, just okay. to see if it's yeah. Of the most gonna, recent one, the 1925. Yeah, I'm gonna read the most recent entry. I'm gonna start from the back and move okay. my way forward. Okay, you should have just gotten uh, something on roll twenty. Um, if you would like to read it, as you're skimming through, these are the most recent entries that you can find. Okay. Uh, yeah, do you want me to read them out loud? Yeah, if you want, unless you want me to read it. No, I can read it. I was just wondering, like, you know, if we want to read it in front of everybody else or if you wanted me to read it. No, go ahead. Yeah, read it out loud. Type thing. Okay. All right. So April 16th, Tom somehow, in his degraded, broken, deranged mind, has decided to take the worship of his master to the next stage. <clears throat> At some point, I don't know when, he managed to steal one of my elder tomes of rituals. He then decided to enact these riots using the local pet population. The police, of course, found him because he is an idiot of inestimable measure. He was only brought in for questioning and then released, but this was enough for him to be fired from the hospital. I discovered this from a story in the paper this morning. I've contacted Tom since my previous entry and explained to him my current feelings. He has been made to understand that under no circumstances is he released from his duties. He must acquire the parts my child requires by any means necessary. That's all written in big bold letters. Now it's April 16th, uh, May 25. I suppose I should have known he would turn to this. I was naive. I've been deluding myself, believing that this could all be completed with blue. My master's plans are proceeding on schedule. <laughs> uh, the blow is like, you know, scribbled. Uh, <clears throat> my master's plans are proceeding on schedule. Our child grows and is so very near maturity. Dang, sorry man, we just blew a hole in the head. Uh, the blood is on my hands as much as his, maybe more. I wash and wash them, but they never seem clean. I wish that he would stop. Do I, or do I wish I would stop being a coward and do it myself? When my master comes, none of this will matter anymore. All will be clean. Nothing will matter anymore. I'm taking these. All 17 books. Um, that's <laughs> just the most recent entry. 
Yeah, that's enough to convince me to take it. Okay. You're taking it? That so I'm going to take that. Are you looking through any more of it, book? or are you done with that? Uh, I don't know, guys. Should I read more? Or, like, let's collect stuff and get out of the house before he comes um, back? I say we... We can always read that back at... We can always read that back at, uh, Simi's house. Or one of our homes. Let's, well, uh, keep I snooping. Saying. I was going... Yeah, okay, I want to grab the... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, um... Even if he, if missed, if Corbett gets back while you guys are gone, there is a good chance he will notice if these things are missing. Even if you do take them to read them later, like you would be aware of the fact that if he finds a bunch of stuff missing, he is going to have an idea of what happened. Isn't he gonna notice when his head beast is gone anyway? <laughs> <laughs> um, Bakersfield and Drunkard, are you guys still? You wanted to, he's been digging through these books for a few minutes. Are you guys still looking around in the attic, or do you want to come back down? Um, well, did we not find anything up there? If not, N- then nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing that looks like it wouldn't be found in an attic. Hmm. You guys do one more spot hidden. I'm just gonna keep rolling it until I get a, like extreme success. <laughs> um, if you guys want to spend a bunch more time up there, I'll let you roll again. All right. Uh, how much is like a bunch more time? Yeah, um, I was gonna say prob- at least probably thirty minutes if you want to do a really thorough search. Is there anything up here that we want to find? Uh, well, we found a head beast. <laughs> is there anything left up here that we want to find? Um, I'm assuming you're asking me. Yeah. Well, you can spend I'm thirty minutes. I'm basically asking and, you to cheat. Yeah, I know. I am aware. Is there? Uh, <laughs> There, uh, are there any rugs or anything on the floor? No, the f- the floor is just bare wood. We don't notice any uh, strange markings or anything anywhere. Drag markings? No, I'm thinking more like pentagrams. Oh, like occult symbols or anything? No, nothing like that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm convinced. Let's go. <laughs> I'm good. Okay, so you head back down. Yeah. Um, are you gonna? Where do you want to go from here? Do you want to search somewhere else in the house? Um, yeah. What hasn't been searched on this current floor at the bottom of on the? On this uh, floor, there was the door the that's floor. closer to the stairs on the west side of the house. There's the door at the front of the house, and then there is a door. The hallway goes towards the front of the house, and then it curves to the east side of the house. And there's another door right there, or there's actually a door right there, and then there's another door to the left. If that makes sense. Alright. I'll check that first door to the left that you mentioned. Okay. The one that's back towards farther to the back of the house or the one that's towards the front of the house? Um, Let's see. Isn't the guest room and all that stuff towards the front of the house? Yeah. So when you like come down the stairs from the attic, you're facing the back of the house. Um, Right ahead of you to the left, there is a closed door. Alright. I'm going to check that. Okay, so you open that. It looks it's a, it's completely empty. It looks like maybe like another bedroom that is just completely unused right now, and there's nothing in it. It looks like maybe there's a closet to the right, but the rest of the room is completely empty. All right, I'll I'll check the closet. All right, looking in the closet, it's also just completely empty. Just maybe it just appears to be like a spare room or something that. Um, 
that is at, um, out of use. Dom, what are you doing? I kind of feel ditched. In the attic? Since he went and searched stuff, yeah. Do you want to roll for I'm gonna, sanity? I'm going to do the... What? Do you want to roll for your sanity because of your emotional distress? Who left me? Oh, no, I'm good. I, I am going to look around a little more, though. Okay, do you want to spend 30 minutes? Sure. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll get back to you and let you roll again. Okay, uh, Bakersfield, just kind of glancing around. Did you want to head somewhere else from there? Um, yeah, I want to just start checking every room and door that's on this floor. Okay, so if you come out of there and start heading towards the front of the house, there's the door to the right where Tallahassee went, and then there's a door straight ahead that's closed. So if you head up to that, you pop it open. It looks just like a linen closet up at the front of the house. You see windows that um, lead to the outside of the, or that are to the front of the house. Um, you just see sheets, towels, blankets kind of piled up in here on shelves and things. Hmm. Can I uh, do a spot hidden? Sure. See if I uh, notice anything out of the ordinary. <laughs> <clears throat> 95 out of 45 okay uh yeah looks like a linen closet you actually don't even notice the linens <laughs> this is a nice closet <laughs> okay so if, if you come out the hall goes to the left from here um <clears throat> and goes down a little ways at the end of the hall it is a door and then on the end of the hall on the left side there's also another door Okay, I'll check the first door you mentioned. Okay, the door straight ahead. You go in there, you open up the door, and this actually looks like a nursery. Looking around, there's a crib over in the corner. Um, there's a dresser up against the wall. Um, glancing around, though, everything is covered in dust. Um, which is kind of remarkable, considering the rest of the house is pretty spotlessly clean. This room is just covered in dust. You don't see anything, like any footprints or anything. It doesn't look like anybody's been in this room in a long time. Um, can I search around in this room? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to search around. Okay, so as you go in, you look. There's another door on the right side. Um, door to your right. Uh, looks like it's probably a closet or something. But for the most part, the, the room is empty aside from the the crib and the dresser alright um, I'm gonna look in the crib and kind of just uh, the crib is empty I don't know. it's it's covered in dust a little mobile hangs above it with little circus ponies on it that are also just old and dusty <clears throat> alright I'll check the door you open the door um, it's an empty closet Okay. Super closety. It's way closety. Um, no, nothing hidden, no trapped doors. Roll spot hidden. <laughs> you are on the upper floor, basically right below you would be the guest bedroom. Ooh. I rolled a four out of 45. Yeah, no trap doors. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see anything. All right, I leave the dusty nursery and I go to that last door that you mentioned. Uh, it's a bathroom. Okay, take a whiz. Okay. 
Um, all right, Tallahassee Turner, you hear somebody taking a whiz down the hall as you are perusing these books. And I'm on one myself, freaking Bakersfield. You hear um, somebody, or Dom, shuffling around in the attic above you. What do you want to do? Uh, so yeah, during that whole time, I seen, uh, would have been able to read a couple more pages, right? Um, yeah, you'll if you keep kind of flipping back through that same journal, you find another entry, yeah. the one right before the last one that you just read. You should have that now. Okay. <clears throat> this guy's crazy. Uh, March 19th. Mr. Tom says I am asking too much of him and claims that he is having difficulties supplying me with parts. But the creature is so close to maturity and its needs increase all the time. I've boosted again the strength of the drug I gave the man, hoping that it will entice him to be more cooperative. I fear, however, that the drug simply exacerbates his derangement. I must admit to feeling guilt. <clears throat> Aiding and abetting his false beliefs somehow seems wrong. However, to try and tell him the truth would, I'm afraid, serve only to further unhinge his mind. I will continue the pretense of believing in his master, quote, a value the services Mr. Tom renders too much to risk further damage to his grasp on reality. Most of the creature's organs are now in place, and a few limbs have been attached. The grafts heal nicely. My years of experimenting are paying off. April 16th. Fool, fool, idiot, bastard. Tomas, that raging, competent fool of all fools has ruined everything. We were so close, so close, and he has destroyed everything. My master will make him wish that he had never been born. He will know such torment that no something or other squiggles and yeah I'm looking at this entry in the journal as you can see the entry gets more and more unhinged the writing gets more intense there are ink blots all over the place almost as if he was stabbing this page with his pen there's ink everywhere there's words scratched out the writing is looks like it was rushed and written in just a furious rage. Yeah, it looks like he was crazy. Or he went crazy as he was writing it. Um, and if you recall, the entry just following this is the one where he talks about how we just learned about how Mr. Tom was fired from the hospital. Right. And he told him he still requires him to get his parts for his purposes by any means necessary. Um, uh, roll me an intelligence check, Tallahassee. Uh, it right. seems like probable cause. Uh, I've got 80. I mean... 33. Seems like probable cause. Okay. Checking the dates on these journal entries. April 16th um, on this. And then the other one 
So the, actually, the last two entries were both on April 16th, the one that's full of rage, and then the next one that's also uh, has very, is very intensely written in big block letters where he says he needs him to get parts by any means necessary. April 16th was right around the time of the first Miskatonic Mangler murder. Boom, I solved the case, y'all. <laughs> Remember the guy used to work as like the body part disposal guy? Thomas Evans. That's what he did at the hospital. And then... Okay, I'll oh, take this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, then from May 25th, as you saw, that's a little more kind of... Uh, resigned, I guess, in its in the writing. Um, all right. Uh, at this point, Major Bakersfield wanders into the room. Um, as you find Tallahassee perusing through these books. What you got there? Uh, this is pretty crazy. Uh, these couple entries basically say that uh, he definitely knows Tom. Uh, and he knows about disposing of or collecting of body parts and, and forming some sort of beast. Uh, and talks a little bit about uh, blood, blood being on his hands. Uh, and it's the dates right around when the murders started happening. So this is pretty good uh, incriminating evidence. Um, Dom, why don't you make me another spot hidden roll up in the attic as it's been about 30 minutes. All right, my spot, my spot hidden is twenty-five. I rolled a fifteen. Oh snap! Okay, searching around the attic, giving a real thorough search. Um, nothing else kind of jumps out at you. You're digging through the boxes, more alert, searching through the trunks. It doesn't seem to. You can't seem to find anything of much significance. In the walls, you do notice a lot of these weird little puncture marks all over the wall and the ceiling, especially right above the stairs. Where Probably from the head. Perhaps beast. the weird spider head beast was perched, <clears throat> but other than that, you don't find anything else of significance up here. All right, I'm gonna leave. You head back down the stairs. You see Bakersfield and Tallahassee um, through the open doorway to your left as you come down the stairs in that room. You're going in to join them. Uh, yes. I'm going to. Okay. What do you guys want to do? You're in this room. You found. Um, Two other books that you thought were interesting, the snake-wrapped one, uh, the other one of occult experiments, and there are 13 more journals on a shelf. Does does Tallahassee have the head beast in the bag? No, I haven't done that yet. Okay. Hey, Dom, why don't you run bag that head beast? You can take it with us. I run bag the head beast in case he comes back. After Tallahassee tells me what's going on with the journals. Okay, he gets you all up to speed. Um, I guess you go run bag a head beast. So I think we should while leave he's the getting a here. bag to wrap up the head beast, what are you two doing? Our goal has got to be to get the police in here to to read his journals somehow. We need to get a reason. Probable cause is right. what we're looking for. Yeah, but how do how do we even do that? Light his just... house on fire. <laughs> that actually is not a bad idea. I would suggest reading more journals. <laughs> You're not there, McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Let's read more journals. So, 
Uh, all right. Why don't we split them up? Yeah, and let's the keep three of up. us will all read different journals. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say Bakersfield. Why don't you like hurry and search the desk? Because I never got through to the. All right, uh, I'm gonna search the, the desk. And we'll I'm read gonna the skim. Okay, it's gonna take about ten minutes per journal journals. to skim through it. Um. Okay, we're gonna start back to front again. But I'm looking definitely for like. Uh, either secret places where he's doing his work, or weaknesses that he may have for us to be able to fight against him. Okay. Okay, Dom, you just got a, a handout that I sent you. Uh, Major Bakersfield. Oh, cool. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, did you roll a spot hidden? I can. Alright. Uh, Corbett Journal 1, 1911. I rolled 49 out of 45. Do I want to spend luck? Um, Are you searching the desk? Searching the desk. Uh, do you, do you guys luck. want me to read this? Opening up the drawer, like the top drawer to the right, the first thing you immediately notice is a loosely wrapped, leather-bound, um, like, kind of binder with a lot of, uh, like, loose-leaf papers um, stuffed into it and kind of bound into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to open it up and look at it. As look you're looking it. at it, it looks like more botany notes. A lot of stuff on his experiments with his plants. Um, a lot of it's pretty complicated. There's a lot of formulas and stuff. Um, stuff that really kind of goes over your head. Alright, Dom. Why don't you read what you found in the first journal. September 10th. Another embarrassing memory lapse today. This journal should help me deal with the problem. September 13th. I have had Mother sign the last of the legal papers to transfer ownership of Corbett Importers of America from her to myself. She seems to be doing well with the new nursing home, and I hope they can give her the treatment and attention she needs. I'm afraid her condition continues to decline rapidly. The death of father seems to have unhinged her mind. If she knew my role in his death, although I don't in the least feel responsible, I'm sure it would kill her. She would never understand the power of my new lord, Roma Sekva. Could she have but experienced those moments in the mountain, his terrible magnificence? He spoke with me and left his mark upon my breast. Then he took hold of my father and the two became one with each other. Before devouring him, Ramasukva tore my father's head from his shoulders. It's a little disturbing. October 29th. Have met a charming young woman at a social gathering. Her name is Lynn Myers. I've arranged to take her to the pictures next week. My lord, I think, would approve of her. December 12th. Spent 30 hours in ceremony. Have located Ramasukva. He wants a bridge to the world and needs my help. I have agreed. My studies have shown that Ramasukva is an obscure Azura in East Indian demon. The Azura has said to be older gods, the ones who ruled before the coming of Shiva. Certain things spoken of in the Wen's book lead me to believe there may be a link to being called Yog Sothoth. That's 
pretty horrifying about the, you know, eating the head thing. That's everything that you could find, Dom, in the first journal from 1911. Okay. All right. I'm going to head... <clears throat> I'll head out back and I'll uh, I'll check out the backyard. We've already uh, seen in the tool shed, but... I'll take the head with you and throw it over the fence. All right. I take the head with me. <laughs> Throws it into Sammy's backyard. <laughs> All right. I've got journal two. All right. Bakersfield starts heading out to the backyard. He finished searching the desk, though, right? Yeah, he just found that one uh, kind of loose-leaf book okay. with lots of more uh, botany notes in it. Major Bakersfield, as you were looking through it, you saw a lot of formulas and things like that, stuff you didn't understand, but you did understand something that referred to a substance he's calling Soma. That sounds like something he was making, possibly. It's hard to tell what exactly. Again, you can't understand a lot of what it says. But they hit references in quite a few places, and it's attached to some various formulas that he has. And references some different plants. Would it take long for me to jot those down on another piece of paper? Um, it'll take a few minutes, yeah, if you want to do that real quick while they're looking through these books. What do you guys think? Should I copy in a, any of this? Sure. Do you want me to read this second journal if you want to if you want to read it yeah. all right while he's reading it i'll uh, i'll jot that down and then when i'm done i'll run in the backyard okay all right uh corbett journal 2 1912 page 1 january 10th i found myself wanting to make lynn my wife and have sealed the thought by proposing to her she accepted and we have set the date of marriage for March 9th of this year. Ramasukva assures me the time is right. March 13th. Have returned from our honeymoon. Lynn and I have decided to keep the family place, as it is excellent for raising children. In May, all being well, Lynn will accompany me on my trip to Ceylon for a new herbal tea supply. This may be my, ma my last trip out of the country for a while. A man who plans a family must be willing to settle down a bit. April 1st. Had to send Lynn to visit her mother while I cast the ceremony. I don't believe she is ready to understand yet. Ramasukva has told me he wants a union of flesh. He demands the union be made with my wife. I am to await 13 days cast another, easier ceremony, and then wait. Ramasutva is to take my place. April 14th. Cast the ceremony in the morning, and Ramasutva came. I waited in the basement while he visited Lynn for several hours. She seems to suspect nothing. July 19th. Have told my wife to remain in bed throughout the day as she is taken ill from her pregnancy. I took the day to contact Ramasukva. I am to deliver the child myself, at home. My master has directed me to raise this child as if it were my own. November 21. Horror of horrors. My life is ashes. Poor Lynn went into labor today, and in the course of giving birth to the child, she expired. Despite all I did to save her, Nurse Dunlop blundered into the room at the wrong moment. 
When she saw the child, she took leave of her senses. I am trying to take care of her. In trying to take care of her, I may have neglected Lin in a critical moment. At any rate, she is gone, and I blame only myself. A second child, a boar, was born dead. I have turned both bodies over to the funeral home. The child of Ramasukva I have hidden in the basement. The thing is limbless and appears to have trouble breathing. I don't think it can live for long. Basement. Dun-dun-dun. I knew it. Uh, Dom, there's a few more. Sam knew that. There's some more entries from that same journal as you flip ahead. Oh, cool. Page two. November 25. The funeral of Lynn and the child was held. Her parents were heartbroken and felt pity for me. I later consoled them and promised to stay in touch. November 26. The ceremony of Ramasukva brought him forth to explain the child. He said the thing would live and that I am to spend the next 10 years preparing for time when it would need me. When the time comes, I am to equip it for life on earth. It will be given limbs and lungs. I am not to contact Ramasukva until 10 years and a day have elapsed. December 14th, I found someone to help me. A man named a man named it's scratched out the man's name but it looks looking through the scratches it looks a bit like it says Randolph Tomaszewski I mean Chevsky I shall call him Mr. Tom Mr. Tom works at the local hospital and assures me that he can supply me with the parts necessary to the experiments I need to conduct over the next few years he is an unsavory type but I need his help I have agreed to supply him with a small amount of the drugs he desires, and he, in return, will try to fulfill my needs. Perhaps through association with myself, he will find a way to better himself. He seems a particularly irreligious and bitter man. Next week, I will make my first trip to the dump and see what my confederate has been able to find for me. The experiments should prove a challenge but I have every confidence that I can learn, especially with my Lord Ramasutva's guidance. Do you guys want to keep moving through these journals? Seth, do you want to take the next one? Um, yeah, right. It's number four. It's a few years later. Again, each one of these is taking a good ten minutes. Uh, Bakersfield, are you going to help them search for these journals, or are you leaving to head out? Um... After I copied over the the secret ingredient for Selma, I'm gonna head down to the uh, the, the greenhouse and what? Okay, as you were writing that down, you finished writing it down, but you heard Dom Drunkar mention the basement in the last one. I know you were interested in that. Yes, um, I'm gonna go downstairs and I'm gonna see if there are any rugs or anything uh, furniture. Any kind of, yeah, furniture, uh, uh, I might be able to move. I'm going to take a closer look. Okay, so I'll, I'll let you do another, back. like, more in-depth search, especially now that you are aware that there's something down there. So, okay. um, go make another spot hidden check, and I'll let you do it with, uh, with a bonus die. 35. Yes, 45. Um, so I rolled a 75 and a 35 out of 45. 
Okay, so as you're digging around and just kind of looking around, you don't notice there are some rugs on the floor. As you pull them up, you don't see any trap doors. But as you're walking along the side of the stairs that are leading upstairs, the, the wall right here is all um, wood paneling. And as you're looking over and glancing at it, you look and you see that actually one set of the wood panels has a seam around it. And there's not a handle or anything, but there's actually just a lock placed into the side of it that leads into the side of the stairwell. I knew there was a basement. Uh, Tallahassee, this is the next journal. Sorry, January 31st. So, uh, one experiment, an extremely robust, powerful specimen, I couldn't bring myself to dispose of. I managed the incredible feat of integrating all sensory organs directly into the torso, though mayhap to, to grotesque proportions. The enormous ma, uh, not unlike that of a shark, is especially impressive. Having no way to discreetly keep it anywhere nearby, due to its rapidly growing size and rather, let us say, fervent demeanor, I recalled my father telling me of an individual he would sometimes employ to retrieve and store some of our more quote-unquote sensitive imports located up the coast in a tiny little, back, tiny little backwater seemingly trapped in the last century known as New Jerusalem. A man by the name of Mordecai Shep uh, I have entrusted oh, a man by the name of Mordecai Shep. I have entrusted the creature to his care, though satisfactory containment and the dubious man's silence has proved to be especially costly. I believe it shall be worth it, though, for what will be learned from the long-term observation and study. What a crazy guy. We need to go find Mordecai Shep and go up the coast and find this little New Jerusalem thingy. New Jerusalem. This scenario has I'm taking notes of all these things in my notebook, by the way. Okay. Um, there's a big stretch of journals that Dom is now kind of digging through between 1915 and 1924 that doesn't seem to have anything really significant in it. The only other thing you can find of interest is here in um, journal number 13 in 1924. Yeah. So November 25th, the child grows large and the time has come. Entered the ceremony with... He told me that when spring has arrived that I am to search out fresh limbs and organs to be added to the creature. The time of experimenting is over. As the thing still seems to be an adolescent, I must be careful to <clears throat> or not to inhibit its development. My experiments show that youthful parts adapt much better than older ones. Uh, <clears throat> I'm directed to feed unusable parts to the creature. Ramasukva Ramasekva wants to develop a taste or wants it to develop a taste for such things and says that it is now the time for much growing. So it's attaching human body parts and the ones that aren't good enough, it eats them. Yeah. It's kind of like what Dr. Shrimp Puerto Rico told us with that human humorous. And that, uh, the funny this bone. was 1924 so this would have been just last year. And he said in the spring... It's time to unleash the beast, and we're now in June, so... Dying. Is this the last one that's relevant? That's the last thing you guys could find of significance. Um, that's creepy. Major Bakersfield is down at the claw, or at that door to the basement. 
do we know he's down at some door to the basement? Um, he hasn't. All right, I shout up to him uh, and say, hey, guys. I found it. I found the basement. Dom, let's go. I'm in. Okay, you guys all meet him down at the, the basement. It is All there is is just a, a key lock set into this panel. There's no handle or anything. Can I take my hatchet to it? Can I pick the lock? Oh, yeah. You yeah, roll a locksmith. I've got lock picking skills. All right, here we go. I rolled a 75. Okay. Uh, yeah, you got your lock picks in there. You're trying to get it. Um, it's not quite coming right. You can't seem to get the pins into the right positions. I'll shove them to the side and pull out my Colt 45 or my Can I push the uh, 38 roll? revolver. And Let's just push the roll. Um, all right, but Tallahassee just shoved you aside and pulled out his 38 Dude. revolver. What are you going to do? Shoot the door open? Yep. Then it doesn't matter if I break the lock with a push roll. Let me push the roll. Fine, push the roll. Give me another minute. Fine. Try one more time. Can I do yeah. that? Yeah, but I've never really fired a gun, so it's really hard. <laughs> All right, here we go. So is that a success? Yeah, success. Okay, you manage. Regular success. Okay, you, um, digging in deeper and putting more pressure on your tension tool. Uh, more than just to the edge of what you might feel like it'll... Um, it can handle. Uh, you finally manage to put the last pin in place and the lock twists and unlocks and the door actually just pops open. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. If you like what you hear, show us your support by checking us out on patreon.com forward slash The Arkham Files and leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Thanks again. Psychologists were injured in the recording of this episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.